0: The marvelous Word of God found in the Holy Bible is simply absolutely glorious, simply absolutely perfect, and simply absolutely supernatural. These words, authored by God and penned by His holy men, minister to every need of man. It is the owner's manuals of life, with complete instructions necessary to reach the other side. It is often repeated on God said, man said, that all of the commandments and directives of God are true and righteous altogether and have it inherit within them a blessing or a curse. Obey and enjoy the blessing of doing the right thing. Disobey and suffer the curse of doing the wrong thing. It really is just that simple. Jesus declares to the world that there is only one way to enter the kingdom of God. John chapter 3 verses 3 through 7 And that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Born again, born a literal second time. But this time of the Spirit of God is the open door to eternal life in Christ. Have you entered through that door? Today can be your day of salvation. Today can be the day all your sin and shame is erased. Today can be your day of unspeakable joy and full of glory. Make your move. Click on the Further with Jesus now for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said Proverbs 18.21, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. God said Psalms 112 verse 7, he shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed trusting in the Lord. God said, Proverbs seventeen twenty-two: A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. God said, Philippians chapter four verse eight: Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Man said, according to Harvard, a geneticist Richard Lee Wanton, the problem is to get people to reject irrational and supernatural explanations of the world, the demons that exist only in their imaginations, and to accept a social and intellectual apparatus, science, as the only begetter of truth. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 709 that will once again confirm the full inerrancy of the Holy Bible. All of these features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your consideration and edification and as bait for the fishers of men. Every Thursday eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for visiting. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. Last week in the God Said, Man Said feature, Far Better Than Placebo Power, we revisited the subject of the placebo effect. In the pharmaceutical medical world, the placebo is a sugar pill, for example, that has no medical benefit and that is utilized in introductory drug, tri- drug trials Pardon me, to measure the effectiveness of a new pharmaceutical. In blind trials, the placebo is given to part of the group being tested while others receive the real thing. The measurement called the placebo effect is the percent of the people, typically 33%, who are positively affected by the fake placebo. If the new medication does not outperform the placebo, it does not come to market. When the placebo is promoted to the patient as a highly effective remedy, the placebo effect soars. The placebo effect is the result of one's hope that is placed in a fraud. God's hope, on the other hand, which works in tandem with faith, is the opposite. The Bible says we are saved by hope. A definition of biblical hope would be believing in something that God has promised that you are certain will come to pass. Psalms 119:49 and 50. Remember the word unto thy servant, upon which thou hast caused me to hope. This is my comfort in my affliction, for thy word hath quickened me. God causes His people to hope in His word of promise, which is the inerrant truth that never fails. It is not a fake placebo. The opposite of the placebo effect is the nocebo effect. While the placebo effect is the results of hope, even if in a fraud, the nocebo effect is the result of hopelessness, and it is surely deadly. Paramount to this discussion is that we are made out of words, literally. The placebo and the SIBO effects are entirely rooted in perceptions generated by words, verbal and silent. A host of features on the subject of words can be found on this site and is certainly true as Proverbs 18.21 declares, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Everything is made out of words. Now imagine the results of being bathed in bad words. This is more than the thoughts you think, silent words, or the words you speak. This would include the words you read and the words you hear. When you consider the following information and some of the new measurements on the nocebo effect, then the reality of words uh, will become even more apparent. The following excerpt is from the God Said, Man Said feature, Nocebo, Placebo, and You. E.J. Langer, Ph.D., writes in Psychology Today, weighing in with the nocebo effect, of some of the medical mindset, such as the use of the word remission. She reports how two people being examined for cancer are diagnosed if one of the individuals has previously had cancer. If both patients' batteries of tests show identical readings and that both parties are free of cancer, the one who has had cancer in the past will be diagnosed as in remission, while the other patient who has never had cancer before will be given a clean bill of health. The word remission certainly fits into the classic nacebo paradigm, a kind of waiting for cancer to return, Dr. Langer said. Language has the interesting property of being able to increase and decrease our perceptions of control. Different word choices can direct our thoughts about a single situation in many different ways. Doubters Incessant moaners and other types of pessimists, according to doctors Brennan and Charnetsky in their book Feeling Good is Good for You, should be avoided like any kind of contagious problem, because pessimism is a psychologically contagious disease. In God's system of mind control, these mindsets are commanded against, and yes, they are of the SIBO kin, end of quotes. Words are everything. Molecular biologists were shocked to discover that the cells of the body come equipped with lasers on board. These cells are not only made out of words, but they respond to words positive words, light, or negative words, dark. Think of the nasebo as negative words. The following paragraphs are from the God Said, Man Said feature, harnessing words, light, and health. How do thoughts, silent words and spoken words turn into light or the lack thereof in the body and produce physical results such as health or disease. The following excerpts are from Dr. Don Colbert's book, Deadly Emotions. We can sum up in one word the basic communication link between what we think in the brain and what we experience in the cells of the body, neuropeptides. Dr. Candace Pert, a noted stress researcher, demonstrated that a certain class of our immune cells, the monocytes, have tiny molecules on their surface called neuroreceptors that are a perfect fit for neuropeptides. All of the monocytes have these receptor sites. The brain produces the neuropeptides, which are chains of amino acids, and conducts them along the nervous cells throughout the body. They are like the keys that fit into the molecular locks of every cell of the body. Dr. Pert has called them bits of brain floating through the body. The brain talks to the immune cells all over the body, and in turn, the immune system cells communicate back to the brain using these messengers called neuropeptides. If your brain interprets physical perceptions as anger, fear, or depression, every immune cell of your body knows that interpretation very quickly. End of quote. God gives his children the amazing ability to harness the power of his creation words and to convert them into light in every cell of the body in every one of nearly 100 trillion cells. New medical analytics are presently being perfected to measure light emissions from the human body via body scans. Very sophisticated scanning cameras have been developed to scan the body for light emissions, which are given off by all living creatures. When the scanning camera detects abnormally low light levels, it suggests sickness or disease. When the cells no longer emit light, they are dead. God speaks of an internal light one that can fill the body, a light that generates health and life. The skeptics mock such concepts and lift them up as examples of ineptness of the Bible. Could Jesus be speaking accurately in Luke 11, 34-36, The light of the body is the eye. Therefore, when thy eye is single, thy whole body also is full of light. But when thy eye is evil, thy body also is full of darkness." Take heed therefore that the light which is in thee be not darkness. If thy whole body therefore be full of light, having no part dark, the whole shall be full of light, as when the bright shining of a candle doth give thee light. The principle of a single eye is an eye fixed upon Jesus Christ and him alone. When this is accomplished, the Bible says the whole body will be filled with light. Science now has its own understanding of this truth. End of quotes. Joseph Hallinan, an author, a Pulitzer Prize winner, former writer of the Wall Street Journal, and also former Nieman Fellow at Harvard University, weighs in on the nocebo effect in his book Kidding Ourselves, with the subhead The Hidden Power of Deception. He discusses some of the terrible side effects when one is diagnosed with cancer. He writes. Maybe one day we walk into our doctor's office feeling more or less fine and walk out with the news we all dread. Under such circumstances, people have been known to simply drop dead of a heart attack. These reports are not mere folklore, but fact. In 2012, researchers from the United States, Iceland, and Sweden examined the health records of more than six million Swedes. Swedes not only enjoy uh, one of the world's best healthcare systems, they also benefit from having some of the world's most thorough health care records. The recording of cancers by clinicians and pathologists has been required by Swedish law since 1958, and the country maintains a nationwide registry of cancer and causes of death that is unrivaled. The completeness of the Swedish cancer registry approaches 100%. The researchers found that the risk of death from heart attack and stroke soared immediately after a cancer diagnosis and was more than five times higher than in people without cancer. The risk was greatest the week following a cancer diagnosis and decreased over time, but even a year after diagnosis, it remained three times higher compared to those without cancer. Moreover, the likelihood of a heart attack or stroke increased with the severity of the cancer diagnosis. The darker their future looked, the greater the risk of cardiac death. The increased risk of death they found wasn't the same for everyone. Younger people, for instance, were at a greater risk than older patients. For those under the age of 55, the risk of cardiovascular death jumped by a factor of 11.9. That's 1,200% during the first four weeks after being diagnosed. For those between the ages of 65 and 74, by comparison, the risk of cardiovascular death increased only by a factor of 5.2. Only, that's 500 over 500%. In a sense, the results of the Swedish study are not surprising. For decades, researchers have documented a strong connection between heart attacks and hopelessness. Once people come to believe, for whatever reason, that life is no longer worth living, that belief tends to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. One major study in the United States found that having a severe sense of hopelessness, hopelessness pardon me doubled the risk of a fatal heart attack. Moreover, the study found hopelessness and heart attacks weren't merely correlated. One actually appeared to cause the other. A study of Dutch men reached a similar conclusion. Those who felt overwhelmed by their problems and wanted to give up faced an increased risk of heart attack. End of quote. The darkness of the Nasebo effect and the hopelessness it brings needs replaced with the light and hope of the gospel of Jesus Christ. James chapter 5 verses 14 through 16, God's prescription for those who are sick amongst us. Is any sick among you? And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, He shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye desire, when ye pray, Believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Mark 9, through 24 Jesus said unto him if thou canst believe all things are possible to him that believeth and straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears lord i believe help thou my unbelief hebrews 11:1 now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen romans chapter 4:20 20 and 21 he staggered not at the promise of god through unbelief but was strong in faith giving glory to god and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. The hopelessness of the placebo must be replaced with God's hope in his sure words of prophecy. God said, Proverbs 18.21, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. God said, Psalms 112, verse 7, He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. God said, Proverbs 17:22, "A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth up the bones." God said, Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Finally, brother, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue. And if there be any praise, think on these things. Man said, according to Harvard geneticist Richard Lee Wanton, the problem is to get people to reject irrational and supernatural explanations of the world, the demons that exist only in their imaginations, and to accept a social and intellectual apparatus. Science is the only begetter of truth. Now you have the record.